Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing four moves Sam and I still want to see here in the second wave of free agency. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. The tournament is in full swing, and the action hasn't disappointed. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code PFF to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, they say the smart teams sometimes wait. They wait for that first wave to go through. They, they catch that second wave. So there's still a lot of good players remaining in free agency. We each picked two, so I'll let you go first. Which moves do you want to see still here in free I would like to see Russell Okung sign with the Indianapolis Colts to play left tackle. Doesn't preclude them drafting one in the first round, but it means they don't have to go chasing it. It also means that they have the guarantee that even if they do draft one in the first round, they can get viable, capable starting left tackle play, which is of paramount importance because now your quarterback is Carson Wentz. And not just a Carson Wentz, but a Carson Wentz who has been just in, in in the doldrums, who's worked his way out of Philadelphia and is now your quarterback, you're trying to piece this guy back together again. You need to make sure that his blind side is fully protected. You need to give him a decent, uh, a decent left tackle. And look, okay, you're going to have to figure out how to pay him in Bitcoin, but th- these are the, the pitfalls of signing a, of Russell Okun. But this is a guy that's never really had a bad season in terms of PFF pass protection grade. Uh, last year for the Panthers, allowed 13 total pressures in, what, half a season's worth of play. Um, okay, he's missed some time, but he's a good starting caliber left tackle. Yeah, PFF grades in the green every full season dating back to 2013. So, yeah, I, I, I like him a lot. Russell Okung or Alejandro Villanueva, two guys I think we pegged coming into this thing as potential Colts targets. And, you know, the fact that he's still out there. The Colts are a shrewd team, man. They they grabbed Xavier Rhodes to you know bring him back. Okung is the type of move that they would make uh, at this point in free agency. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Adoree Jackson. He's out there on the market right now, and the Arizona Cardinals have a major need at cornerback. And I know Adoree has visited both the Giants and the Eagles. And look, he would be a good fit for both of those teams. By the time you listen to this, he might be a Giant or an Eagle. I'm all in on both of those moves. I think the Arizona Cardinals, though, could be a perfect fit. Adore works a little bit better in man coverage. He is a 75th percentile coverage grade in single coverage. That's you know one of the best in the league in, during his career. Arizona used the third most man coverage last year, and they need to replace Patrick Peterson. They had Patrick Peterson and Drake Kirkpatrick as their top corners last year. So it's a it's a major offseason need for the Cardinals, who have done so many nice things at other P, uh, other parts of the roster. I think Adore Jackson could be a huge move for the Cardinals. That's where I want to see him go. I like that. I think that's a good fit. Adore Jackson, I think, is a really intriguing option for a bunch of teams because when he's been playing, he's been really good. He's got a very high PFF coverage grade consistently, and evidently the Titans decided that they just didn't want to run the risk of him not playing. Um, so they were prepared to not just let him walk, but dump him, get rid of him ahead of time, having picked up his fifth-year option, right, the year before. Um, so there's potentially an absolute steal on the table for another team that's willing to take that risk that he's going to be healthy. So I think that's a nice fit. Um, my next move is 
Austin Ryder, center for the Kansas City Chiefs for the past couple of seasons, going back to Kansas City. Um, the Chiefs almost had to rebuild their entire offensive line this offseason once they cut their two starting tackles, Eric Fisher, Mitchell Schwartz. Um, if they bring Austin Ryder back, they'll have done most of that. They'll have just a real question mark at left tackle still. But, you know, I get maybe letting Austin Ryder test the open market, and there doesn't appear to be a market. You know, this is a free agency period where the salary cap has been shrunk. There's not enough as much money out there as there typically is. Austin Ryder doesn't appear to be getting the kind of interest that would immediately prize him away from Kansas City. There's now reports that the Chiefs are interested in bringing him back. So now's where you kind of jump in there and say, oh, the uh, the grass not quite as green on the other side as you thought it might be, Austin? Well, we'd be prepared to make you an offer to come back. It might not be quite what you were looking for. But, you know, let me slide this piece of paper across the table with a number written on it. That's what we're willing to do for you right now. Look, Ryder might not be an all-pro center anytime soon, but he's a good quality starting center, particularly when it comes to pass protection, which is always important in the NFL, but as important with Kansas City as it is anywhere else. The guy's had three straight seasons with a pass blocking grade of at least 77. Get him back, plug him in that offensive line, and then just figure out what you're doing at left tackle. Yeah, and if you look at the Chiefs, you know, a couple weeks ago, it was like, all right, they just released their two starting tackles, and Ryder's going to be a free agent, and, you know, what are they going to do? And now it's Joe Tooney at left guard, Kyle Long coming in to play right guard. Uh, maybe Mitchell Schwartz comes back at some point this offseason a, a little bit cheaper, and then if Ryder comes back, it, it doesn't look as bleak as it did a couple weeks ago. It looked like a risky situation for the Chiefs, who still are probably in line to draft an offensive tackle high in the draft, but I, that would be great, man. If it, the familiarity too of knowing what you're going to get from him uh, on that offensive line would 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 bring some security that they absolutely need. Um, I didn't realize we were both going to point players toward the Chiefs, but yeah, go ahead if you had something else on that. Yeah, and also just you know, Ryder's situation is going to be better this year. The guards around him are going to be dramatically better than they were last season. Obviously, Joe Tooney coming in, but also whether it's Kyle Long, whether it's the return of. Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, whoever's playing alongside him on the right side will be significantly better. I think centers just almost universally dramatically benefit from improved guard play either side of them. Ryder this year should be getting much improved guard play. So again, you can probably bank on getting a better Austin Ryder than you had last season. And again, I didn't realize we were both going to place players on the Chiefs because my next move that I came up with was T.Y. Hilton wide receiver from the Colts the the Chiefs have been in the wide receiver market so supposedly Juju Smith-Schuster turned down perhaps a better offer from the Chiefs uh, to go back to Pittsburgh the Chiefs have been looking at other wide receivers I think they acknowledge what we acknowledge the fact that uh, in the Super Bowl it was Kelsey and Tyree Kill and uh, actually the entire playoff run was just those two guys doing most of the damage and they want to have that true number three option you know Mecole Hardman is is fine but it, you know again the the more you can move receivers down the depth chart and just uh, limit their uh their skill set and, and just let them play to their skills the better so T.Y. Hilton last year 42 of his 56 receptions went for either a first down or a touchdown still a very good possession receiver uh, excellent at the intermediate range that 10 to 19 yard range had the number 13 in the NFL and that's perfect, right? Travis Kelsey works the short stuff. He works the intermediate range. Tyree kills one of the best deep threats. If the Chiefs have a hole, it's that ability to just, you know, run a 10-yard out and have a guy that can get open consistently. I think T.Y. Hilton would be an excellent fit for the Chiefs.
Yeah, absolutely. I, I like that fit. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know how much T.Y. Uh, T. Hilton has left, but I think it makes a lot of uh, sense schematically as a fit in Kansas City. I, I think one of the big things is, look, you're right, they want that number three receiver, but they also want a guy that they can trust in that role, a guy that they know will be in the right place at the right time if and when they have to deviate from the uh, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill game plan. You know, those games that Sammy Watkins used to have where he would be the guy that gets targeted 12 times and go off for 150 yards. There's a bunch of receivers that can do that, but you need to be able to trust the guy that's in that role in order for them to have that game. And I don't think they trust Nicole Hardman to do that yet. They certainly don't trust Marcus Robinson to do that yet. So let's bring in a guy like T.Y. Hilton, who might be on the downswing of his career, but probably has a season like that left in him. Yeah, so keep an eye on that. The Chiefs, they're, they're looking around at wide receivers, fully acknowledge that that's a place to upgrade. And uh, if if both of those moves happen, Sam, I'm liking where they're trending. If it is Austin Ryder and it is T.Y. Hilton, uh, moving that offense back to where they'd like to be and, and again, maybe maybe tackle in the draft is the place to go. So uh, still a lot to happen here, man. We're only uh, essentially a week into free agency. We, the first wave is over, but get to PFF.com because there's a whole list of best available still remaining, a lot of moves to be made. So stick with us here at PFF and let us know who do you think should still get signed and what the best fits are. It's PFF NFL Daily. <laughs> 